Welcome to the 31st episode of the Cocktails and Culture Podcast. I don't know if this echo feature works. I don't know. I totally can hear an echo, like a huge echo. DJ Clue! Because if you don't hear the echo, that joke just failed. Chris Lighty. No? Okay, whatever girls and their toys. Welcome to the 31st episode of the Cocktails and Culture podcast where we enjoy some cocktails and have fun with the culture. Um, I think I'm going to go the second season until the 40th episode. I think that's pretty fair. Um, <clears throat> my apologies for last week not dropping a new episode, but between work and exhaustion and personal life, I didn't have not one second to get on this thing and just shoot the shit and circle jerk with you all. So whatever. But in that span of time, so much has fucking happened as far as not my life. I'm as square as they can be. But as far as the culture wise, that, that things that deserve so much commentary that I don't know where to even fucking begin. Oh, yeah, I know where to begin cocktails. How about that? <laughs> um, I've been making so many random cocktails just because, like I said, last week, my birthday passed and with Valentine's Day, which was. A OK. OK, let's address Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is for the lovers. It's a man-made holiday, but it's worked its way into just regular American culture like that's what it is since you're a child you've been indoctrin indoctrinated into celebrating this right so of course my husband and I were going to celebrate Valentine's Day and our Valentine's Day rituals they vary you know sometimes I just cook at home because Valentine's Day weekend always falls on the weekend of the all-star weekend for basketball for the NBA and that's a religion to me all-star weekend like I don't fucking miss it either the Friday Rookie, first year, second year, world versus USA challenge. I don't really care about that. I can miss that. But the dunk contest, the skills challenge, three-point contest, that I don't miss that for nobody. As well as the, the all-star game the following Sunday. So Friday is always just up in the air. But um, this Friday, this, since Valentine's Day fell on a Friday, I said, hey, let's just do something different. Let's go out on a romantic dinner, quote-unquote, and let's just have a good time. Let's just save our coins Spend hundreds of dollars on food and drinks. He was totally with it. Uh, he gave me his full trust. <laughs> and uh, allowed me to pick the restaurant. Which the restaurant I picked was amazing. Shout out to Louisiana Purchase. Uh, out here in North Park in San Diego. Black Chef. You know, he's always posting. His food is amazing. And they had this special, obviously. It was like a four or five course meal. For like two, three hundred dollars or some shit like that. I was drunk. I don't know. Um, but it was definitely well worth the money. Whatever we spent was well worth it. So our reservation was at nine because we are rock stars and that's how we live our lives. Um, but by the time we got there at nine o'clock, we had pre-gamed. We were dressed like, let's get this food. Like we're starving. So we get there and I knew that some weekends they do have drag shows at this restaurant. Like I, I knew that. But I didn't know that they were going to have it that weekend because nothing says intimate romance like a drag queen in your face. 
So I just figured, of course, they're not going to have the drag show this Friday. Like they weren't even advertising it. I'm like, yeah, we're good. So we get there and the hostess goes, so you guys know it's the drag show tonight, but that's okay, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because my husband knows that I am of the culture. Like, I was that girl going to the gay clubs before the gay clubs were the gay clubs. Back when the gay clubs were like abandoned bus stations and shit. Just places where men congregated to like dance and fellowship and like circle jerk. Like, these are the gay clubs of like the late 90s, like underground, like, and... And we're not talking about gay clubs and, you know, queer, positive, queer friendly cities. I was going to the gay clubs in Indiana. Southern Indiana. It's just weird. But whatever. Like I said, I'm of the culture. I'm a, I'm a big supporter. I am an um an advocate. I am an avenger. There you go. I am I am an avenger of the LGBTQ plus. Uh, community so he knows this is my shit like he knows it but it, he's looking at me like you planned this shit like this is what you want to do for valentine's day and i'm like dead ass no i did not i had no intentions of this being the entertainment while we look at gaze into each other's eyes like no and <laughs> so crazy so uh the, the dinner started out really well you know we had our um we had our salad, we had our starting cocktail, which, and I was so like, just shocked by the notion that this is what was going on, that I didn't even like take a picture of all the cocktails we drank. I was, it was a super bummer. I had like a really great, uh, lemon champagne, lemon cocktail with champagne. I have a, had a really great old fashioned. I had a really great dessert cocktail. Like I dropped the fucking ball. Like this, this whole thing is called cocktails and culture and I'm like CC on the go and I didn't post any of the fucking drinks. I think I was just so excited to eat the food, you know? So, so anyway, we're there and everything is, you know, nothing's a big deal. You know, we're just eating and, and you know, the ladies come on and they're performing and they're just doing what drag queens do you know they pick the song they sing they perform they looked amazing even though me and my husband we were in the back of the restaurant so we we didn't really get to see much but we heard everything and I haven't been to a drag show in quite some time so it was lost upon me that they don't just lip sync to their favorite songs they do their own songs and they do a for lack of a better term Weird, weird Al Yankovic style of I'm going to make a parody or or I'm just going to revamp a current pop song and it's something that's more fitting for what I want to sing about. So this song, this is the song I believe was playing, right? So give me a second here. I'm sorry, bear with me a few moments here. As I'm, I'm pulling this song up because I want you to have a point of reference because once you realize what's how this worked or how it sounded, I want you to enjoy the absurdity and no shade. Like it was good, you know, the performance and everything. It was just, it was a lot for a Valentine's Day. So hold on. 
let me go ahead and play. This is the song where the queen actually revamped. We'll get to this cocktail in a second. Give me a second here. Excuse me. And as for those who had saw the Instagram story that I posted, it was to that tune. And when you're eating and drinking, you hear that playing in the background. You don't really realize what the lyrics are. And the lyrics aren't, we found love in a hopeless place. The lyrics are, I dream of sucking your dick. Yeah, literally. I dream of sucking dick. Literally. And at the very end of the song, which was like five minutes long, they ran and they started riffing into this call and response vibe, you know. At a Home Depot, suck your dick. At the car wash, suck your dick. At the bus station, suck your dick. And it was like, in the restaurant, suck your dick. In the back of Uber, suck your dick. And I was like, that's a lot of dick sucking. And my husband the whole time was just looking at me. And he wasn't, and mind you, my husband is not like, not a homophobic or like, he's not uncomfortable. He's just like, really? Really? Like, really? Really? So there you go. That was my Valentine's Day. I got trashed. So getting to this cocktail, um, I put a feeler out on the Instagram page at cocktails and culture underscore just to see what exactly what cocktails you guys were interested in me making because I don't want to have to just go off on a tangent and just make whatever. Um, and it was suggested that I talk about, you know, the calorie friendly cocktails because I had to take into consideration not just the new year, but so many of you have probably already failed miserably at your New Year's resolution and fitness goals. Like some of you are just fucking like you're eating your fucking nachos and you're drinking your pop and soda and sitting on the couch. And you're not even going to the fucking gym and all that bullshit to the side. So for those of you who are not just still progressing, for those of you who are still on track, I applaud you. But for those of you who have realized shit, it's going to be summer in like two months. Let me just get my shit together and get back on track. Let's start looking at some calorie conscious cocktails. Um, one of the more calorie conscious liquors is the liquor that I don't really get down with all the time. I don't think anybody really gets down with is tequila. And everyone always hears about, you know, vodka and lime juice and vodka and soda. And it's that's the most calorie friendly cocktail. That's the skinny one, you know. But tequila is it because an ounce of vodka is 96 calories and an ounce of tequila is only 64 calories. Yeah. So if you are really out and about and you want to have a drink, save the 30 something calories. 28. Save the 28 calories and not for tequila. And I hate when people... I've talked about this before. I can't drink tequila. I get fucked up. I just, no, you're a fucking adult. Behave appropriately. Don't overconsume. 
Yeah, I would be a goddamn nightmare too if I had eight shots of tequila in the span of three hours. Yeah, tequila would fuck me up. Yeah, tequila makes me fight. But if you have one or two tequila cocktails, you'll be fucking fine. There's no specific chemical that varies between spirits that makes you act a certain way. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. And that's some excuse that some dirtbag made up to excuse themselves from behaving like a lunatic after drinking. Oh, I can't drink cognac because it makes me fight. No, you just wanted to fight. So save me and spare me the, co- the, the comments about what tequila makes you do. Tequila make you do shit you don't want to do already. It ain't a Harry Potter potion. It's just fucking tequila. It's a fucking agave plant. Which... It's another thing about tequila because it's made (laughs) with the uh, the agave plant. um, It's a naturally sweeter flavor. And I know you you don't think when you take that shot of tequila, it's naturally sweeter. But when you really think about it, it kind of actually is. It is. So with that being said, um, the one skinny cocktail is the Paloma. And I am so disappointed in myself that I've overlooked the Paloma so this entire time. Like, it's it. So basically, in this cocktail, you can build in glass or you can shake. But I just built this one in glass because all I did was add, you're supposed to add one shot of tequila, but I added two. But if you're really, like, on your shit, add that one shot of tequila. And if you go out and, and order a skinny Paloma, this is how they're going to make it anyway. So that one shot of tequila, which is one ounce, which is a four count. Um, then you're going to add six ounces of grapefruit juice. Now I mix mine. I did go ahead and squeeze half of a grapefruit into it for fresh juice. But six ounces is a lot and you don't get six ounces out of a full grapefruit. And I'm not trying to have anybody like use two grapefruits for one cocktail. So go ahead and buy that bottle of Simply Grapefruit. Knock yourself out. Mix the two because you're still going to get the actual flavor of grapefruit and a lot more volume. But using that fresh grapefruit is going to reassure that you're getting those natural sugars and not that artificial shit. Even though I like Simply, you know, it's like the top tier if you have to drink juice. So definitely go with that. But like I said, six ounces of grapefruit juice, one teaspoon of lime juice. I like mine heavy on the lime. Cause, because obviously tequila and lime juice just go fucking hand in hand. So I may do a tablespoon of lime juice into a glass, stir. You know, if you want to rim your glass with salt beforehand, but salt creates bloating and water retention. So if you're really trying to watch how you look, I wouldn't recommend uh, rimming your glass with salt. But like I said, add those in, stir. I add ice, top with sparkling water. I prefer Perrier and garnish with the lime. It's that simple. What I did also is I just took a little bit of uh, pink Himalayan sea salt and just sprinkled it on the very top of the cocktail because that salt and that grapefruit and that tequila just, oh, the lime juice. This shit's good. And it's calorie conscious. There's nothing bad really that's going into this. Like, I don't don't like grapefruits help with you burning fat anyway, so you're getting that. It's lime juice, some soda, I mean some, excuse me, sparkling water, which is nothing. No calories, no sugars, no additives, no carbs. And then you have that ounce of tequila. Boom, a Paloma. I love me a good Paloma. I haven't had a Paloma in so long. So freaking long. Like, I think this is going to be the thing for me. 
for a second. This is it. And honestly, quick tip on this one, pro tip. If you're drinking this, let's say you're drinking it at home. I don't know why I'm out of breath. <laughs> what did I say? Tequila don't make you do shit. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> if you're drinking this at home and the ice is melting and you, you still have that grapefruit juice and a little bit of tequila left in the bottom of the glass, just top that shit off with more sparkling water. Because at some point you're going to sip it until the tequila's actually gone, but you're still going to get the lime juice flavor, the grapefruit flavor, a little bit of that saltiness, and it's going to still make a good mocktail. It's going to turn from a cocktail to a mocktail. No fuss, no muss. That's a pro tip. Mm. It's really good. I mean, you're talking about a cocktail, what, 150, 180 calories? You can't beat that, honestly. And I've been like, I've changed my workouts from just specifically cardio to now, you don't want to hear about my fucking routine. I'm not going to say shit about what I do as far as working out until I'm like snatch this shit and then you're going to fucking ask me and then I'll tell you. I'm trying to figure out what am I going to eat for dinner? Or what the fuck is on TV tonight? That's a Carol Channing moment to my follow one of one of my listeners. If you don't know who, I'm so fucking old. My mother knows who Carol Channing is. That was no, no, not Carol Channing. Shit. Um, oh God, 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 God. What is the name of that? That's gonna bother me. Let me not look it up. Not Carol Channing, but oh crap. Ah. Uh. It's gonna bother me. I'm sorry, guys. Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. There we go. That's my Carol Burnett moment. There we go. Boom. Carol Burnett was a comedian, like in the 60s and 70s. She had her own TV show, and whenever she wanted to say hi to her grandmother live on the air, she was she would pull her like right ear or left ear. I forget. Why am I dropping Carol Burnett Easter eggs and <laughs> and references? Because I'm an 85 year old queen. That's why. Anyway. So as far as the culture, I think the biggest things, you know, and especially since I've already touched base about drag queens and the LGBTQ plus community, I might as well just segue into the fuckery that is Dwayne Wade's um, trans child. It's fuckery for a number of reasons. Number one. I don't know how I feel about them subjecting their child to this world like that at an early age. I say that because I'm pretty sure Magic Johnson and his wife knew their son, Magic Jr., Irvin Jr., EJ, identified as a woman very early on. I'm pretty sure they knew where this was going. He's been slowly transitioning before our eyes. And they just supported their son, loved him, and let him do what he wanted to do. Like, I'm pretty sure he's going to show up a full trans woman at some point. So that's that situation. There are a number of other high-profile celebrities who have little black sons 
who you'll see them walk around with them and they'll be in a little dress or something and a sweater or whatever, like clearly in girls clothing, but that'll be it. The parents, they're not elaborating anymore on it. I think that, I mean, they really believe, because everyone knows their children. So if they believe that their child is strong enough to withstand the onslaught of hate and vitriol that may come along with this, God bless them. I just don't see the benefit. I, I do see the benefit of them telling their story to the world and being a beacon of hope and support and inspiration to other families who are going through it. So I understand that. But it still kind of reeks of like cloud chasing a little bit. Like this is what your child wants to do, then do it. But give them time first. That's but that's just that's one thing. Second thing. This may be an unpopular opinion. A kid can't tell me shit. That's me being 85 years old, old school. You can't tell me shit about shit. You can't. Now, if you believe that you are a different gender and you want to identify as something else, that's fine. We will visit that when you're 18. And when you're an adult and this is still how you feel and you and you've went through your you've gone through puberty you understand if you're born a boy and you believe that you know what I'm I'm this is not my design gender my desired not desired but my destined gender to be I should be a woman okay cool let's go through puberty first all of what puberty has to offer let's live life let's let that frontal lobe develop and then once you get to that point when you're 18 and you say you know what I am a woman I call me Okay, you're my daughter now. That's great. As long as you keep your last name, I'm okay with it. What's the problem? We're giving a lot of power to individuals who have not even lived on this earth to know what really... They don't know shit. Like I said, your frontal lobe isn't even developed. You haven't even gone through puberty yet. So you can't tell me you want to be a woman when you don't even know what it is to be a boy. You don't even have, you don't even have hair on your nuts first. And that goes with a lot of fucking things. A kid can't tell me shit about shit. You can't tell me at 12 years old you want to be a pirate. Get the fuck out of here. No. You're not wearing that. You're not talking. This is what it is. Now, if you tell me this is what it is, I'll, I'll reassure you that, hey, when we get older and we live life and if this is what we want to do, I'm going to support you and I'm going to hear you out and we're going to have dialogue about these things. We're going to research about these things. We're going to go through these, these things together. But what a kid is going to tell me is not going to be fucking gospel. When we start doing that, and I'm very surprised that that's how it worked for two black parents. Like this 12 year old just told you what it is and that's it. No. Now, if you're 12 year old, you want to wear a fucking tube top around the house, knock yourself out. Fuck it. I don't care. Get out of my face. So that's another thing that I, that I believe it's fuckery. Also, this fake outrage that society is giving this family. It's so bull. It's so much bullshit. Like, first of all, gender gender identity has dick, no pun intended, to do with sexual identity, sexual preference. They're not one in the same. Perfect example, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner identifies as a whole fucking lesbian. A whole lesbian. Caitlyn Jenner was fucking women back when Caitlyn was Bruce. That's why Bruce has so many children. And Caitlyn Jenner is dating women now. 
her desire for women has not changed. That motherfucker still like pussy. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what you, what you identify gender-wise. It has nothing to do with your sexual preference at all. So to people, for people automatically saying they're pushing a gay agenda. How was it a gay agenda? What does that... Homosexuality and, and that's... It's too... This is the problem. This is the issue. This goes back with the Kobe situation. It's called nuance. People can't... Car um, shit, I can't even say compartmentalize shit put things in separate compartments and deal with them on their own you all are fucking ridiculous like it ain't the same and everyone's going to the extreme as if they had their 12 year old on the fucking operating table and getting gender reassignment surgery at 12 years old now that was the case i would be like y'all are fucking nuts it's weird it's no different than fucking uh them uh kardashian jenner girls at 13, 14 years old, getting lips and boobs and all. Hell fucking no. I don't believe with any life-altering decisions that should be made cosmetically on a child. Because you have to grow up first. Let's grow. Let's figure this shit out. That's what life is about. Life is an experience. But there are so many people just, oh, well, you know. Like that little Boosie shit. Lil Boosie has like eight kids by like seven different women. Like you don't even believe in condoms, my dude. You probably got like hep C and shit. You don't even believe in health insurance. He had like kidney failure and he was like, damn near had a GoFundMe account. And this is what you got a problem with? Y'all sound crazy. And why do people start getting so concerned about what someone else did with their child? The child is loved. And fed and clothed and not being abused. So why is it any of your concern? But once you open yourself up for public consumption at that level, this is what goes along with it. And I, I can't feel sorry for what the response they're getting. The black community itself, and not to even bring this shit up, but they have a long history of it's like fucking people who wear MAGA hats. Like the the, the low tolerance for inclusivity in the black community it's fucking insane i remember 15 years ago if you had dreadlocks or if you were you know natural you were in some other type of subset you know how many times that my great aunt makes she rest in peace gave me shit because my hair wasn't straight when she saw me lectured me asked me why i was doing this to myself as if i was on heroin because I allowed my natural hair, which is fucking phenomenal, to grow in this natural state. It's insanity. It's so crazy to me. I just can't. I can like literally go on a rant all day about this. And I don't have anyone in my life that's trans that can really speak to this. But all I can do is just go off of my own research because I'm not an ignorant person. Is that even even if you don't know about it, before you really start to judge, do research about things you don't know. If you take a time to do that and get a better understanding, and if you get a better understanding and you still don't agree with it, then great, speak to those points. But just to say dumb shit, like if I have to see one more fucking meme of, they letting they won't let our boys wear dreadlocks to school, but they'll let them wear a dress. Shut the fuck up. That ain't nah, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. 
that's the dumbest like that's the dumbest fucking equivalency like I'm, I know plenty of people who've gone to high school with people with lots and it's not been an issue you take that one isolated in, and don't get me wrong there's a dangerous bias against specifically our black kids or just black people in general wearing their natural hair in schools in workplaces I know I've had to deal with that I get that shit but just to use that as an as a reason to be homophobic or be or be transphobic or just be ignorant and terrified like it's fucking clothes it's just clothes clothes mean nothing i was a big tomboy growing up and my close friends my oldest friends they can test to that i wear boys clothes all the time my mother would go shopping and get the same clothes for my brother and myself i would wear my, my ball caps all my hair tucked in to the back boom Jerry's on, gym shoes, kicking it. Had nothing to do with the sexual preference. Had nothing to do with anything. I, this is just what I was doing. Can I say I quote unquote identified as a boy? Not really. It's just that a lot of t- I spent a lot of time with my dad because my mom worked a lot and she wasn't off weekends. My dad was. So I was with my dad and my brother and I was around my dad's fucking f- degenerate friends <laughs> while he was playing basketball and this is what I was used to so yeah I became a little bit more masculine but that didn't mean shit for shit and it wasn't a conversation that had to be had it was just okay well let her wear it fuck it okay when she gets older she'll really figure out what she wants to do and newsflash I still wear men's clothes today I'm wearing men's clothes tomorrow at work men's, sh- men's shoes hard bottoms men's pants so what the cl- that's another thing. What you wear doesn't. Oh my God. Did you hear my cat sneeze from this? Dead ass. All right. That's my time. <laughs> That's my time. Because this democratic debate is coming on right now. And I really want to catch it. And I got to wind down. But I definitely wanted to touch base on this. If you want me to do part two of this bullshit. I will do a part two next week. No problem. Um, So thank you so much for being patient with me. But you know what? When I go a little bit of time between episodes, I get a lot more listens and I am okay with that. Um, Definitely by the time you are hearing this, the cocktails should be posted. I have more cocktails coming down the pipeline. The weather is getting warmer. I'm being more active. So any feedback, anything you want from the page, let me know. Hit me up. Slide into my DMs at cocktails and culture underscore at cocktails and culture one at gmail.com. If you see any bullshit topics or, 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 or I won't say gossip, but just any anything on the blogs that you think that this page should take a look at, at me. You see a baller cocktail, at me. Let me know. Um, once again, always thank you for the support. You guys have been awesome the last couple of weeks as far as the engagement on the page. So I'm always here for it. This cat is like really misbehaving. So <laughs> enjoy the cocktails and have fun with the culture. Peace.